Not long ago, an entire world watched as a little girl and a holy exorcist battled and cast out the devil himself. But now, Linda Blair's been repossessed. Hello, beautiful listeners, and welcome back to Rise from the Dead podcast. I'm your girl, Ash, a.k.a. Ash to Ashes. And for today's episode, I am joined by not one, but two of my loves. Say hello to Devin, Mr. Sexy Voice. What's up, Devin? (laughs) Hello. And his first time on the show, I am joined by Bobby. Torres with a Z. Not with enough. his fine ass. Just oh, <laughs> thank you. Okay. I learned something new from you ass today. She ain't she said about me. I said sexy. Sexy okay. You sexy too, Devin. You sexy. Thank, I'll take all I can get. Uh, how are y'all doing? I'm good. Thanks for having me on here. I'm excited to be talking to you two, even though we just spoke not too long ago, a few days right. ago. Right. <laughs> to be talking this crazy ass movie with y'all. Yeah, I love this movie, so I'm excited to talk about it with you two as well. Hell yeah. So, listeners, I usually like to start my show off with icebreaker questions, but for this episode, I decided to switch it up and have some would you rather questions mm-hmm. i know y'all ready for this mm-hmm. i think so <laughs> i don't know <laughs> I'm All right. okay that's what she's throwing at us <laughs> okay first question would you rather okay which possessed doll would you rather deal with annabelle or chucky and y'all could both answer these chucky, chucky. definitely chucky uh annabelle she is a demonic uh it's not she's not even like a a walking talking doll it's a demon that's attached to her and using her as a vessel and if you guys see annabelle creation and Mm -hmm. annabelle comes home you know what that demon looks like he is fucking terrifying so i want no parts Mm -hmm. (laughs) deal with charles lee ray i can fuck that little nigga <laughs> I am done. I still haven't. I haven't watched Annabelle Comes Home yet. I've seen Creations, which I, I really love that movie. Forget uh, the first Annabelle, but that one is. Mm-hmm. Really I feel like Comes Home is the best out of the three. I have rights with Come Home, Comes Home, just because, like, when I seen the theater, like, I really got annoyed with the main character. Yeah. And, you know, and but I grew to like it. I watched it again on HBO Max. And I said, you know what? This movie is not too bad. But um, yeah, they're both great. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I can manage Charles Lee Ray a little bit more. I mean, he talks a lot of shit and he just doesn't <laughs> shut up. And I think he'll, that'll register with him. Um, I don't think you can rationalize with the devil. So. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and I could just kick him too. So uh-uh. I never just, to, I never just keep him locked up. Were, yeah, like why were people that afraid of Chucky? Just kick him. I, I don't get it. Right. I'd be like, Boop. yeah, he's a little doll. 
They let him do too much. And I'm thinking, like, maybe he has the strength of a human being, even though he's little, because obviously he turns human inside that doll. So maybe he has those uh, capabilities of, you know, human strength. So maybe that's why people be struggling with him. But they never really talk about that in the movies. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I don't know how to it. I mean, if it's human strength, then I get it. I might have to put up a fight. But I still take him over Miss Annabelle. Yeah. Oh, bitch ass. Uh-uh. <laughs> All right, Devin. The next, you know, you open up your front door and she's just chilling on your porch, like, "What's up?" I'm right, closing that door right back. <laughs> like, Brian, we moving. Walking <laughs> out the back door and going down the street. Yep. I hear that. <laughs> All righty. Next question: Would you rather be attacked by crows or bats? Oh shit. <laughs> um. <laughs> Dev, you go first. <laughs> I would, you know what? Just take me out. Just, just take me out. Like I would survive either. All the, I have actually a genuine fear of birds. It's <laughs> so, not funny. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. So, like, the thought of either of those things within five feet of me like terrifies me. We were hiking the other week or last week, and I saw. Um, I think it's called a crane. It's like a big giant probably a four-foot bird just chilling. I wanted to turn back home and I like, go back home like so quickly. I don't get the point of birds. I just don't get it. No. That's okay. I got attacked by a goose a couple years oh. ago. I, I remember you telling me that and I'm still traumatized. Have I ever told you that story, Bobby? No. So... <laughs> I'm sorry. That's just so funny. I'm imagining it in my head and I'm like cracking the fuck up. So I was at the time I was working at McDonald's and I was walking home and I was walking on the sidewalk next to this like realtor building. I'm on the sidewalk, mind my own business, and across from me in the grass area was two geese. I'm mind my own business. I'm walking and then one got up and I guess I was walking near a nest and I didn't know about it. He gets up and starts. Mm-hmm. Starts Uh-oh. charging, flew on top of my head and start pecking my head. Mm-mm. I'm running around in circle, uh-uh. like ah! and like punching it. <laughs> and y'all, all I could hear was wings flapping in my ears, like. <laughs> oh yeah, that's traumatizing. Yeah. Thankfully, I was wearing a lace front, so I didn't. <laughs> <hear anything. laughs> but to this day, I can't stand geese. I like the little baby geese, but adult geese, they can fuck off. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. It's not funny, but it is now. But before I was like traumatized because ever since then I started walking around with a giant ass umbrella. Yeah, I'm so sorry that happened to you. Yeah, I, I, I would not be able to tell that story if that happened to me. Like, I would just be out. There's probably a video of me circle, like circulating around YouTube or somewhere. Someone had to have a video of me. Probably like, look at that girl getting attacked by a goose. <laughs> not helping. Damn right. Um, for me, I'll I'm the same as Devin. I I I don't know. I'm not a fan of birds all that much. Uh crows, no, bats, no. I, I'm sorry. Just yeah, take me out. Yeah. I'm with uh-uh. you. I can't because they're they're both vicious, man. And then um, mm-hmm. yeah, I can't. All right, what yeah. if it was like a crow and a fruit bat? Still, it's still a bat, right? <laughs> <laughs> <Is> that- <laughs> it's 
the bird one. Okay, the bird one. So it's. it's I mean, at least it's not one of those human-sized bats. Oh gosh. Oh no. I remember, I'm not too sure if it's Photoshop, but I remember some, I, I'm not too sure if you guys know what I'm talking about, but it was like a human-sized bat that was just like, mm-hmm. it yep. looked like it was on somebody's porch or something. I was like, uh-uh, this has to be like <laughs> Photoshop or somebody just zoomed up and then put it there because I, no, no, nothing like this can exist. It can't. No. I'm sorry. No. It can't. And if it does... Yeah, I I want no parts. I don't I don't want to know where it's at. I'm not going to ever visit that area. Mm-hmm. Keep far away. Nope. Take me mm-hmm. to the king. Yep. <laughs> I'll be saying that as soon as I spot one. Just take me right now because. Yep. Let me tell y'all. I remember um, I, when I got my first apartment, and in the lobby, I was about to walk my dog, and it was around like around this time, like eight nine o'clock at night. And I was walking and I heard like I seen first I was walking into the lobby and then I seen something going past the lights. So I look up, it was a fucking bat in the lobby. And it was just like flying around there trying to get out. I don't even know how it got inside the lobby. But I t- I grabbed my dog. I literally like <laughs> picked her up and ran up the steps. She was probably like, like what the Right. She was like freaking out. She was like, What's going on? And I went and I told my boyfriend, I was like, There's a fucking bed out in the lobby. He was like, You're lying. I said, Why would I lie about something <laughs> like that? Like out of all things. Like, what are you talking about? Um, and I was scared. I didn't go down that lobby for like a good two days. I said, anybody else can get a tech, not me. I'm going off the back door. I know that's right. Mm-mm. Oh, I think I could have pre- been protected by that. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'll probably be okay with bats. Mm-mm. <laughs> if I really had to, <laughs> if I really had a pig, it'll be bats. Mm-mm. They have Mm-mm. teeth. Crows <laughs> got those. Sh- <laughs> Crows have those sharp, sharp ass beaks. True. And they'd be like, ha, 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 or whatever the noise they make. <laughs> I, I, and we're surrounded by nothing but crows. I don't know if they're crows or ravens. They both look very similar. And that's all we have here in this area are just crows and ravens. Just, just you got there. all types of stuff out there. What'd you talk? Don't y'all I, have bobcats out there? We do. We have bobcats. There was a mountain lion found in a mountain not too far from me. Um, Coyotes, of course, geckos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got it all. I saw a mouse in the street the other day, just, just there, okay. just, just there. I'm like, we don't live in the ghetto. I don't understand why there's all this <laughs> wildlife around us. Look, those other the coyotes and all of them got to eat little things, so that's why they're there. They're <laughs> Don't like them. <laughs> Okay, Dad, but tell us how you really feel. You over right. here calling my toes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Next no question. <laughs> Would you rather spend an entire night in a coffin underground or spend a night in a haunted hotel? Ash. Huh? Hotel. <laughs> Oh, and listeners, I found some of these questions on Google, so blame Google. <laughs> you say a coffin or a haunted hotel? Yeah, and the coffin's underground. Oh, gosh. I mean, it'll be a hotel, but... Mm-hmm. No <laughs> coffin. Sorry. I'm in a hotel. 
Adil being terrorized by ghosts and spirits all up in there for what twenty four hours. I'm good. Just pop an edible. No, no, oh, <laughs> don't make it worse. Child, I might end up killing myself. <laughs> take my I they take me out. You know what we should do when we all meet up in California is uh, <laughs> visit the hotel, the hotel Cecil. No. Oh. We don't have to go in, but we can look at it from the outside. <laughs> I low-key like, want to. Can you go okay. inside? Mm-hmm. It's, it's still a working hotel. Oh, okay. I watched YouTube videos where, like, ever since the documentary came out this year, like, people have been trying to get in, and only, like, a select few people are allowed in there, because they still got people in there working overnight, just so uh, people won't break in. Uh, and they fixing up the hotel inside as well, so... There's this famous YouTuber where he lives directly across from um, the Cecil, and he actually would record it, like do a, a whole overnight recording of the um, Cecil, even while he's asleep, uh, just to see if any activity is going on through the windows. Um, he even had a drone, and he flew it around that area just to see if he could see anything. And one of the security guards actually let him go in for like a good 15, 20 minutes, and he sat in the same room as Richard, um, as Richard Ramirez that he stayed in. Um, and he stayed in there for a good while, and he was just like, yeah, I really feel something throughout this whole hotel. Like, I just felt so uneasy. Like, you can tell there's some shit that went down in here. Hell no. Right. No, no, no. (laughs) I don't want to go there at all. (laughs) Right, because you don't know what you're bringing with you. Like, I'm a true believer of, like, spirits and stuff attaching themselves to you if you visit places like that. And I don't want to bring nothing back with me. So I'm yeah. I'm good. Yeah. What's this do you know the YouTuber's name? I want to see if I can look him up. Um I'll send it to you. Is this uh this scrawny white boy? <laughs> um let me find him because he hasn't posted in a while. But I'll send it to you guys. Okay. Yeah, it sounds Video. Yeah he got a lot of videos and he finally made it in there. He was super excited. But I'll send it to you once we're over. I'm going to look for it. Okay. Okay. Next question. Would you rather solve Pinhead's puzzle or one of Jigsaw's games? Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> um, Pinhead's puzzle. Oh. I'll take my Y'all chances. sound so defeated. <laughs> yeah, like you get like, me out of here with this. Like one, you're like in hell, and the other, you're <laughs> tormented in the last few minutes. Uh, I, yeah. I guess the pin, not pinhead, uh, jigsaw, but like I'm not getting out of that. <laughs> so again, just take me out. I'm, I'm not going through all that. <laughs> not for his satisfaction. Like, I'm like, Jigsaw's puzzle, like you have maybe a ninety-five percent chance of escaping. Yeah. Uh, and maybe even uh Pinhead's puzzle. Maybe you can find a way with you know, make a bargain with them. But I don't know. I don't want to fuck up once and then change this ripping me apart right then and there. Right. But I'm also I don't know, like I they had that whole thing with pain and pleasure, and I'm kind of into this in the bites a little bit. Oh shit, my bitch. <laughs> like, uh, can I have a whip and that outfit over there? 
Yeah, <laughs> I just don't want to die. So yeah, you can fuck me up in different ways, but just don't kill me. How Do about you want to be like the Cinnabite with the teeth? Like <laughs> no, he can stay out. Actually, you know what? He can. You know what? I like him. Cheddar. Yeah, he can stay. I like him. But um, that other bitch gotta go. Her name is Deep Throat. I don't like her. She gotta go. Um, she's the one with the slit throat. Yeah, yeah, that part freaks me out. Yeah. Um, and I'm not into you know that's not my type anyways. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, there's that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care what your name is. So. <laughs> yeah. So I, I guess I solved the puzzle. Take a risk. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Okay. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was gonna say yeah. I would just it would for me it would be, it would be Jigsaw. And I'll be uh, praying for y'all. What <laughs> <laughs> about you? Uh uh-uh. uh No, we're making you choose. Let's go. <laughs> uh, oh, I'll take my chance with Jigsaw. Okay. Okay. I'll be gone, but yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I feel like y'all would make it. I feel like y'all have enough like strength and like willpower to like make it through. I don't know. Like, would y'all like really go through self mutilation in order to get out of a trap? No. Oh no. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I probably wouldn't. I don't know. I guess it depends. I hope nobody's listening to this. Like, <laughs> let's see if it's true. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we can like turn the topic around. <laughs> you don't want to give ideas to anybody. <laughs> they said they're scared of this. Okay. Anyways, next question Would you rather have Margaret White or Pamela Voorhees as your mom? Pamela. Pam. She will so y'all get slapped around? Look, she is a ride or die for her son. Yes. <laughs> I love me some family. She's a mood. When I watched Friday the 13th recently, like I just her energy, even though she got fucked up in each cabin by Alice, I still live for her. Um I, I, I was the same way. I was getting too weak. I was like, I usually don't laugh at this. What's wrong with me? <laughs> Dude, it was like a total of three cabins they went into and Alice like fucked her up and ran into the next one. And it was the same thing happening. Even though Pamela was slapping her around and shit. It was like, all right, it's three cabins now. Pamela, get her ass now. Like, you had enough chances. <laughs> Pamela was bitch slapping her. Yeah. She was. She would, like, pull her from the cl- um, closet, <laughs> slap her, throw her on the couch, slap her again. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. So, yeah, like definitely Pam. hmm Yeah, I'll definitely go with Pam, too. Margaret was doing too much. Yeah, I can't deal with Margaret. She, mm-mm. she's, a, <laughs> I, yeah, I don't even know what to say about her. <laughs> she needs Jesus. Yes. <laughs> well, if you talk to her, she has Jesus. Right. <laughs> Mar- Margaret would be a, like an anti-vaccine Trump supporter. Oh, oh, we already know. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> All right. So probably like two more questions. And we'll get on to our review. Okay. Would you rather say Candyman in front of a mirror or watch the tape from the ring? 
candy man, especially if Yaya would come through the screen. I know that's right. The <laughs> I, I would say Candyman, especially based on Candyman 2021 and how like my black ass can use him <laughs> to like <laughs> you know avenge racism. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. But tomorrow she could stay her ass right in her television. Yeah. <laughs> like, ain't nobody asked for her. No. Oh. We didn't. We didn't call you. <laughs> Cindy, your TV's leaking. <laughs> oh, I want to watch that. <laughs> Me too. Oh, I man. Long. Oh, my gosh. My favorite part. Oh, what was that? Scary Movie 3. <laughs> We're in the classroom. And the kid, like, they closed the door. The kids threw crayons, a lot of stuff. Brenda's like, now who the fuck did that? <laughs> that was my favorite scene in the whole franchise. Yo, I love um Brenda. She all right, I feel like even though it's problem I feel like all these movies problematic, especially oh, um, yeah. one and two. But I have to say, and I know it's kind of dated because of the jokes and stuff, but scary movie two, I don't know. It's something about that movie that just literally had me on the floor every <laughs> single time. Like the dude with the hand and just like Brenda and like Cindy and their relationship in that movie. It's just, it's just so, it's just, it's a, it's a lot. I love it. It's too much. Do you like Scary Movie 2 better than the first one? I go back and forth. So it's like, I feel like when I go back and watch the first one, I enjoy that. But then when I, because I usually watch them in order. So I usually watch one and two. Right, it's like a double feature for me, and then when I watch part two after the first one, I'm like, damn, I really love this one because I feel like I feel myself laughing more in the second one. But now that I think about it, part one had a lot of the better jokes. To, now that I think mm-hmm. about it, mm-hmm. I like quote Brenda, part one a lot. Theater. Yes, and there's a little small things in there that I really haven't uh really paid attention two before when I watched it when I was younger and then when I watched when I watch it now I'm just like yo that shit is so fucking funny and I never laughed at it before like when Cindy was in the uh the bathtub and she farted <laughs> oh <laughs> but then she made that face like mm, like she enjoyed that shit. <laughs> that takes me out every time it is something so small but it's so fucking funny there's something about Scary Movie 2 that it ages better, I think, because when it first came out, nobody liked it. <laughs> but right. it's one of those films now that, like, I guess, you know, since we're removed from that time when it came out, it's you're able to laugh at it. Because it was very much a product of its time, so they referenced things that were popular in pop culture. So yeah. obviously it's dated now, but it's like looking back on it, it's like, oh, I remember those mm-hmm. uh, WhatsApp commercials and, you know, a lot of references from the early 2000s. Yes, like if a kid was to watch it now, they'd be like, I don't get it. Like, this, like, you don't get, they don't get any of the references. But when you watch, like, the whole basketball commercial, and then it's yes. like, that was a big thing. So yeah. we get it's fucking funny. Um, yeah, you're right, that man. So and there's like, some, oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, there's some reference, some things in Repossessed that we're about to review that I, I noticed that I don't know if people now would understand these references or the, the, yeah, <laughs> where some of these are coming from. Yeah. All righty. So, last question. If you were in a horror movie, would you rather have a loaded gun as an as a weapon of choice or a car that wouldn't break down? 
<laughs> a loaded gun and a car that wouldn't break down. I'll probably take the car uh, just because I can just get away from all the bullshit rather than I mean yeah I can keep firing away but who's to say that the the killer or the whoever I'm shooting is not going to keep coming back up and chasing me I don't want to keep going through that my whole entire life so I'd rather (laughs) escape and just flee the country (laughs) so yeah I'm with you I'm with Bobby on that I'm I'm not I'm not a killer so I don't know if I would be very good with a gun um I'm barely good with a car so I'll, I'll but I'll take the car yeah, I'm definitely taking the car. Get my ass up on out of there. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> All righty, listeners. So, we'll be reviewing the 1990 film Repossessed. Devin, do you want to sing the theme song? I'm just kidding. <laughs> re- 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 repossessed. <laughs> I was waiting. <laughs> I don't know you was talking to Devin, but I'm sorry. I was waiting to say Go ahead. That. Take it away, Bobby. <laughs> Go. I don't know. I just know that part. <laughs> All right. Repossessed was written and directed by Bob Logan, who is known for the 1992 film Meatballs 4. And I've never seen any of the Meatball films. But I think this one yeah, has I... Corey Feldman in it. Yeah. That was a straight to DVD <laughs> one. It's Meatball film, at least the first Meatballs film, was a, was a big hit and everybody loved it. And it had three sequels that the world was like, no, we don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> you guys aren't missing much. I, even with the first one, I think it's so dated, at least for our generation. Um, yeah. You're fine. <laughs> cool. All righty. So in Repossessed, we have Linda Blair playing Nancy Aglet, Ned Betty as Ernest Weller, Leslie Nielsen playing Father May I, <laughs> and Anthony Stark playing <laughs> Father Brophy. All righty. So. May I? I... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It took me a while because I was like, how do you pronounce his last name? Mayhe? Mayhe? And then it was like in the movie, the ongoing joke. Father, may I? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> all right, so in Repossessed, it's just a parody film uh, making fun of The Exorcist, which Linda Blair starred in as a child. And it's my number one favorite movie all time. <laughs> yes. Yes. I love The Exorcist. Yes, me too. And then they also poke fun with the televangelist scandals of the 80s. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, Dev, I mean, I'll ask both of y'all, but Devin, I'm going to start with you. Yeah. When was the first time you watched this movie? How were you introduced to it? Oh, gosh. Um, I think I saw this movie when it came out. <laughs> I was... <laughs> Because the funny thing is, this movie and Exorcist 3 both came out in the same year, mm-hmm. 1990. And I was like a baby, not a baby, I was like a baby uh, movie buff at the time. So I was like writing down all these upcoming movies. And I knew these two movies were like on the docket. Um, and like Bobby, I think my parents would only allow me to watch this one as opposed to Exorcist 3. And 
it's been a part of my life ever since. I love this movie. <laughs> All right, what about you, Bobby? How did you come across Repossessed? Um, same thing. I like. I lived in a household where you know we watched a lot of horror movies, and my aunt would like record movies on the VHS tapes, and it'll be up to like three movies. And Repossessed was one of them, and um, The Exorcist was also one of them that she recorded. But my mom was like, "Uh, uh, uh, you ain't no, no." <laughs> and uh, they let me watch Repossessed because this movie is PG thirteen, right? With two uh, booty scenes. Right. And when I was watching this, I was like, let me check the rating for this. I'm like, PG-13, but we see some titty. Like, <laughs> I was like, how was I allowed to watch this? But then I was allowed to watch Friday the 13th. And, you know, that's boobies galore. Oh, yeah. So, child, I don't know. My, my parents was very selective. But, um, yeah, like when I was a kid, they let me watch this one here just because it was tamed. It wasn't, I guess, as demonic <laughs> as, you know. <laughs> The Exorcist, <laughs> even though it was some interesting uh, scenes going on here. And it was a parody. So they were like, yeah, he can watch this. Funny. So I always had vivid memories of this when I became a teenager. And I didn't remember what this movie, the name of, well, I didn't remember the name of this movie. Sorry about my dogs, y'all. No, you're fine. She's um, going off. <laughs> Charles, there's two of them. And my boyfriend and I getting them together. So, um, <laughs> so, um, I'm so sorry. Hold on, y'all. Hey, she like, this out. No, you're fine. <laughs> I'm so sorry. She's probably like, give us our damn treats. <laughs> <laughs> no. Every little thing they hear outside, they just start barking and stuff. So it's just, it's a mess. Sorry. Oh, no, you're fine. Okay, I think I'm back. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, you're I fine. I apologize. You're like, I'm never writing this nigga back on this podcast. Uh-uh. But, um... <laughs> I'm keeping that in the show. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I've seen this as a kid and um, I was just allowed to watch it just because I wasn't allowed to watch The Exorcist. And again, it was just more tame version of that movie. And my family watched a lot of Leslie Nielsen stuff. I mentioned before, like I was in Police Academy and then it was like Dracula, Dead and Loving It, which was really funny to me. I still laugh at that movie. Uh, and my mom was just like, well, the closest you're going to get is obviously the original, uh, actor that was in The Exorcist is in this movie. So here you go. And I always had a vivid memory of this movie because as a teenager, I forgot the name of this movie, but I always remember what it was about and how funny it was. But I was like, what is the name of this movie with Leslie Nielsen and, uh, Linda Blair? And I know it was a parody of The Exorcist, but I never, like, I couldn't remember the name of the fucking movie for nothing. And then, um... One day I was just scrolling through Linda's Blair, Linda Blair, uh, you know, her movies and stuff on uh, IMDb, which I could I should have been done. You know, that's the easy way to find out. Google the Internet is there for you. Um, and it was there. I was like repossessed. I think that's it. And when I read the synopsis, I said, that's it. So then I rewatched the movie and I fell in love with it all over again. It was so fucking funny. <laughs> yeah, I know for me, I didn't even know this movie existed. Until, like, over a year ago, because Devin here introduced me to it. He got me hip to it. Yes. Because, like I said, The Exorcist is my number one favorite horror film. I am, like, a huge Linda Blair fan. And I can't remember what episode we were, like, doing, Devin, that you, like, brought it up. 
And you're like, oh, have you ever seen Repossessed? I'm like, no, what is it? I ain't never seen her. But, <laughs> but yeah, all thanks to Devin, I'm like hip to this movie. Yeah. I think I remember that conversation because I remember, Dev, you posted it like on Instagram or something. And I remember Ash was like, I've never seen that before. And I was just like, ah, she's going to love it. <laughs> yeah, he got me hip to this. And what was that? Uh, Unmasked Part 25? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all yeah. got me hip to that too, both of y'all, because y'all <laughs> were talking about it. And I watched that shit on Tubi. And I was just like, this movie. Devin and <laughs> this is the greatest movie ever made. It's all I need to buy it. I still need Me to. There's a lot was, of digest. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think. I think it was Arrow had a special release. I can't remember. I gotta look it up. But yeah, listeners, um, last season, well, first season of my show, Devin and I reviewed Unmasked Part 25. So y'all definitely go back and listen to that episode and watch the movie. You would not be you would not. Oh, I forgot my words. <laughs> oh, you won't be disappointed. <laughs> yes, I, you will not be disappointed. I am out of it, y'all. I took an edible. I'm just kidding. But, <laughs> but yes. So, yeah, I didn't start watching this movie about a year ago, and I just instantly wa- I just instantly bought it without even seeing it first. Because all Devin had to say was, it's a parody version of Exorcist and Linda Blair's. And I'm like, shit, I'm sold. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you, just... you, don't regret, you don't regret that purchase yet, right? Oh, we'll, we'll discuss that. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Can't spoil it yet. <laughs> but, yeah. So, like we said, it's a parody version of The Exorcist. So, how about we go through the plot? Of the film. Sure. I'm ready. Me, 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 me. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) So the film starts off in 1973. Father Jebediah, may I, cast out the devil from the body of a young Nancy Aglet. In 1990, Nancy's body is possessed once again while watching the Ernest and Fanny Miracle Hour, a prosperity gospel broadcast. <laughs> I'm sorry, because I'm just thinking about... <laughs> yeah, it's a <laughs> prosperity gospel broadcast. Ooh, child. Okay. After a visit to the hospital and a visit from Father Luke Brophy, Brophy concludes that Nancy... Bless you, Bentley. Gosh. <laughs> Brophy concludes that Nancy is indeed possessed. May I, however, refuses to perform the exorcism, claiming he is too weak and that the, that both he and Nancy barely survived her previous exorcism. Brophy visits the Supreme Council of Exorcism, granting <laughs> <laughs> Ernest and Fanny of the Ernest and Fanny Miracle Hour are also present. Ernest concludes that an exorcism is warranted and convinces the council to televise Nancy's exorcism. They agree, believing it will convert millions. So Ernest presents Ernest and Fanny's exorcism tonight to the network. All righty, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> what was okay? How I'm gonna start this? What was going through y'all heads within like the first like half hour of this movie? What do y'all have in your notebooks if y'all took notes? 
I didn't say notes, but I did know that, and I, I said this before we started recording, this movie is very much a product of its time. Mm-hmm. Um, the reference, I mean, Ernest and Fanny are obviously <laughs> referencing um, Jimmy and Tammy Faye Baker, who were very popular around this time. Their scandal was all over the place. Um, that, and also just uh, some of the sexual politics of the movie are mm-hmm. very dated as well. But uh, this is a fucking good movie. This is so <laughs> funny. This is a film, like I said, I grew up watching and even watching it now 30 years later, there are little bits and pieces that I'm picking up on that I previously missed. Yeah, I know, like, <laughs> when they uh, flash over to, like, the present day, 1990, and their is like, talking about what Nancy's been up to. It was like, and she lives in a neighborhood filled with lots of Caucasians. I was like, where? <laughs> Why didn't I hear this the first time? What was I doing? But for some reason, I like caught on to that. And then <laughs> what got me really weak was when she first she gets possessed and her son's like, I bet you uh I bet you money that's PMS. PMS. <laughs> I'm like, oh, kids are off the chain. But I know my first issue, I think this is my main issue of the film. How old is her husband? Right. Because I'm like, oh. a man. <laughs> he looks too old. He was probably like 10 years older than her, too. Like, that's just how Hollywood was at the time. You have a 50 year old man and a 20 year old wife. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe I mean that makes sense, but that just for some reason that bothered me because I'm looking at her. I'm like, oh, she is gorgeous. Like, she's she looks young. She's probably like what her late twenties, early thirties, and you like see him, you're like, what? Mm-hmm. But, I mean, not saying like looks, it all matters. But... I used to love her. I used to love her. Uh, I mean, I still love Linda Blair. I mean, but definitely when she was like in this movie and even some of the movies that she did in the 80s, like Savage Streets and stuff. Uh, she, she, she's a, she's a, I love Linda Blair. She's good looking. She yeah. is. I, I would love to meet her, even though some people are like, oh, she's so rude in person. She only cares about dogs. Well, I do too. So, same here. We can vibe <laughs> off of that and then we can slowly walk, walk, you know, work our way to the exorcist. I mean, I could just easily <laughs> over there. We could talk about, you know, adoptions and dogs, favorite breeds and stuff, and then we can go into talking about pea soup. <laughs> and the exorcist, too. Oh, oh yes, because I have questions, which mm-hmm. I recently watched as well, and Lord... Mm. I've been it's thinking about mess. watching it, but I don't know if I want to push myself to that. It has moments that I like. I'm not going to lie. Like, I enjoy a lot of parts about The Exorcist, too, but it just doesn't Wait, make sense. Wait, like, parts? Like, plural? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's little parts in there that I like, but... Um, and they're all Linda Blair scenes, just because I think she's a great actress, but the movie is not... Yeah, it's, it's strange. <laughs> I like the movie but not for the reasons it was intended like it's a comedy to me but not it's an <laughs> unintentional comedy <laughs> damn it's like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 of the Exorcist series <laughs> kind of like <laughs> it's played for laughs 
Yeah, I love her. I would talk to her about like Roller Boogie because that's one of my favorite movies by her with her in it too. So, and not a lot of people talk about it. And I would talk about I I her S Club Seven days because she was also on S Club Seven show. So, wait, what? What did yeah. I miss that episode? She no, she was on the whole season. She was on episode no, she was on season two when they were in LA and she played their like landlord. And I remember it was the actually I, I'm an S Club Seven fan, so I'm just showing my age right now. But um, <laughs> there was an episode where they actually had her tied up to the bed because they skipped out on their rent and she owed them. I mean, they owed her, so they t- um she got tied to the bed and it was kind of like a homage to the Exorcist. It was so funny. I gotta find uh, you. Yeah, oh, I, I see was it now. It's called LA Seven. What? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's when they were yep. in LA. Yep, it says it's right here. The series features star from The Exorcist, Linda Blair as Joni, their landlord. What? And then on season three, they had the older brother from The Brady Bunch as their like music uh, agent or something. <laughs> Clouds never laughed before. I'm just kidding. Come <laughs> on. Oh my gosh! What? That's crazy. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it's all. It's probably on YouTube. Yeah, you probably could find some clips on there. Oh my gosh! See, okay, let me stop. <laughs> so, Bobby, like with this first thirty minutes of the film, what was going through your head? Um, recent watch. <laughs> I was just like, Lord, <laughs> um, I. I can't believe I'm watching this again, and I, I'm, I'm now watching this in a at a new lens because I haven't seen it, you know, in a while. So rewatching, I'm just like, okay, um, let me prepare myself because I know this is going to be very dated because it's an old movie, and mm-hmm. so movies like this, you know, like Devin said, like movies like this is, is a product of its time, so you can definitely tell. So I was curious to know if this movie was still going to be funny to me if I was going to get auto references, kind of like what we were talking about with scary movie. Um, and I'm sure I missed some, but I really, like, again, I'm a huge fan of Leslie Nielsen, so anything that he's in, and then you got Linda Blair in it, I was super excited. So I actually was, like, digging it. Like, I was, I don't know, I was prepared to, um, watch the rest of this film and see exactly what happens at the end, because I totally forgot what happens at the end of this movie. And I also had a vivid memory when I watched this as a kid where she, like, ran out of whatever studio they were in. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And for some reason, that stood out to me. I don't know why. And they were all chasing her. And then that was it. So when I got back to that scene, I was just like, oh, okay. I noticed some um, continuity differences in that scene, but we'll get there. (laughs) But for 30 minutes, um, I enjoyed it. I was super excited. And I was still laughing. Yeah, it's definitely a good time. And I was like, before we record, I was telling Devin how, like, even though it's been a long time since I've watched this movie, it's not that hard of a film to, like, f- to forget. Like, you're able to just, like, oh, I remember this. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's, I like this movie. I know I said that too early, but I like this movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Feeling he may be needed, may I visit Bots R.S., a gymnasium to restore his physical strength. (laughs) (laughs) With exploding boobs, too. There, (laughs) Brophy approaches him, informs him 
informs him of the televised exorcism and attempts one more to convince Mei to conduct the exorcism. He refuses again. After a montage of attempts to free Nancy's body using phone donations, song, and insults, Ernest and Fanny's exorcism tonight is announced as having the largest audience in history. Upon hearing this, the devil in Nancy's body sets the studio on fire, causing the audience to flee. He reveals to Ernest and Fanny that he used them to get the largest audience and turns them into a horse. <laughs> a pantomime horse. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Using the camera, the devil tries to claim the souls of the viewing audience, but is stopped by Brophy, who destroys the camera. The devil announces he he knows another way to claim their souls and runs away, heading for a satellite transmitter. He is pursued by religious figures from around the world who have gathered at Brophy's command. Brophy teases the devil about his defeat by Mei. Back in the studio, the devil uses the camera to lure Mei to him for a rematch. The exorcism with commentary by Mean Gene, Okerlund, and Jesse the Body Ventura is ineffective until the devil mentions that he hates rock and roll. Turning the TV studio into a live concert, the song Devil with a Blue Dress On is played to the devil by the various religious figures, including the Pope on guitars. The devil is tormented so that he is finally driven from De- Nancy's body. <laughs> the end. <laughs> Courtesy of Wikipedia. <laughs> All right. Ooh. That gen I, I, scene, though, uh, I'm sorry, I have to go to that. That gem no, scene. No, go ahead. What's up? That gem scene was just a whole. I don't know what was going on. <laughs> it was just so much happening, and I was just like, "Why?" And I don't know, like, <laughs> especially the part with the the late, the um the 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 woman that's doing the um the chest exercises, uh-huh. and her like boobs just kept pressing. <laughs> <laughs> And just how distracted they all were, like they never seen ass before. It was just like, what the hell, man? <laughs> this movie. <laughs> but that whole gem scene was taking me out. I know. So I was like, oh, is that really how to do the whole chest press things? Like, oh. And I was like, wait a minute, is it growing? <laughs> I like how <laughs> Leslie Nielsen had like a different outfit for every scene in the gym scene. Like he had yes. the pink outfit, he had on the camouflage outfit. It on he came prepared. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was like an award show with all the costume changes. <laughs> and what was that one guy? He was like trying to hit on the, the gym trainer. Oh, yeah. And he was talking to other oh, people yeah. or something like that. <laughs> He's like, get your own. I was like, what? <laughs> so, okay, Bobby, did you, were you, did you find that character offensive? Um, Like the gay character? Yeah. Um, not really. I'm. I mean, did I miss mm-hmm. something? <laughs> well, no, and that's that's what I was thinking. I'm watching it like in twenty with twenty twenty one lens, and I'm like, is this an offensive character? Right. I don't. I, I'm. I'm personally not offended as a gay man. I think maybe in nineteen ninety, I might. I would have been if I were, you know, <laughs> like an adult. I would have been offensive, offended. But like now, it's it's funny. And none of the characters are like responding to him in a in a combative way either, right? Which is yeah, pretty remarkable for this time. 
because I don't yeah. remember that part. So when that scene happened, I was like, oh, let me see what this gym trainer response is going to be because mm-hmm. this could be something. But he just like, no, nah, I'm going to just check out. So I said, okay. He kept yeah. it light. Very light. Kept it light. Kept it cute. And that gym trainer, he was kind of, he was quite popular at the time. His name is, um, he had a TV show called Big Brother Jake. So he was like a, um, I don't know who to compare him to now. Who's ever like a famous bodybuilder now? But that's what he was at the time. I did not know that. Yeah, nor did I. Yeah, my old ass. I remember. (laughs) (laughs) So there is one scene um, in this section that had me salty. I mean, I know it was fake and all, but still. When Mm -hmm. um, Ernest throws Fufu, I think that was the dog's name, (laughs) into the wood chipper. And you just see like the purple. You just see the purple cotton like coming out of the other end. I was like, he really didn't have to do that. Right. <laughs> I can see how it's funny. <laughs> Bye, Foo Right. <laughs> but I was just like, I, since I got small dogs, I was like, oh no. <laughs> like, I was like, he didn't have to do all that. Right. Fufu didn't do anything. Right. I was about to say, what did Fufu do? <laughs> 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 the 90s when animal cruelty was played for laughs. Right. <laughs> and then Nancy just like goes into her closet. She has like toy dogs mm-hmm. on hangers. <laughs> like, what in the world? Okay. So, <laughs> how did y'all feel about the whole, um, <laughs> the whole televised exorcism? I mean, we got that one. Uh, one scene, lick me, lick me, and she's uh, ice cream cone. <laughs> I liked it. I mean, I think this movie, it's a very specific kind of parody that it's it's like the airplane movies, you know, like the scare, um, scary movie movies where every there's a joke, there's twelve jokes in every scene, <laughs> and the jokes are you know very fast and very fierce and very obvious for the most part. Uh, I thought it played well into that. The, the whole lick me in and, uh, you know, the, the callbacks from the original Exorcist. Yeah. One of my favorite parts is when um, she was, like, making a call out to Father May I before he got there. And she was like, I know you're watching this because there's nothing else on Wednesday nights. <laughs> 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 and I was just like, I guess that's a thing. I guess people, I guess stuff didn't come on Wednesday nights. But it's just how she said it. It, was, it came off like really like shady. And she's like, bitch, I know you fucking watching, so bring your ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I de- one of the things I definitely love about this film is just how Nancy, well, possessed Nancy is such a savage. And you can't help but to laugh. Like anything she says is like comedy. She's like a brat, like a, a bratty teen yeah. <laughs> trying to get their way. <laughs> So was that actually Linda Blair doing that voice? Because it has to be. Because I think like, it is. Yeah, because it's so funny. <laughs> There's um yeah, because I like especially like I'm watching her like say her dialogue. I'm like that has to be her voice. Uh, yeah, I wonder. I was also wondering like what kind of makeup job they had because I know the makeup from the first Exorcist is a big point of contention for her and I think she refused to do it in the sequel so yeah that's why she only threw in contacts in the sequel and called it a day mm-hmm. 
I mean, I, will, I don't fine. blame her. Right. And I also love how, like, she talks about how she um, really enjoyed filming this movie. Like, she had a lot of fun uh, making the film. And that I can she, tell. I was going yeah, to say that. You can tell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. Because, I mean, I can only imagine being, like, 12 or 13 years old and filming a movie like The Exorcist. Like, that's going to take a serious toll mm-hmm. on you. And I mean, she and she openly talks about it, but just to actually to be like part of a film that's making fun of it, and you can actually enjoy it without like like having a rough time. That that means a lot. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, I enjoyed the makeup too on here. Um, but it's funny because, like, I was to go back on the like continuity issues, like the scene of when she was running out of the, I guess, the lot. Well, running out, of, yeah, she was running out of the lot. And when she jumped on that, what do you call the, what is it, the, um, go karts or the, uh, caddies? Is that a caddy? F- no. Is that a caddy? The golf, like the golf cart? Yeah. Yeah, she was on that. And then she jumped on the satellite dish or whatever. And when they went back and forth, like it looked like her wig was darker and longer. <laughs> and I was just like, what? And it was just going like between her scenes when they would cut to like the people like chasing after her and her and her dialogue. I noticed that her hair looked a lot different. I like, did they film this on like different days? Because it seems very simple. But I'm like, why is her hair longer in this scene? But in this scene, it's a little bit more like I don't know, pushed up. It looks so weird. <laughs> when you go back and watch it, you guys are gonna notice it. Yeah, I noticed okay. some things too. I can't remember what scene it was, but it's like you see her face and the makeup like around her mouth is just not there. So it's like half of her face is green and like crusty looking. And it's like a clean <laughs> spot, I think, like on her lip. Yeah. Like, yeah, y'all miss a spot. But I feel like with her makeup in this film, it was kind of scary. Like her, the whole possessed Nancy was a lot scarier. Yeah, I think so. So even though she's just being funny, but it is scary because maybe it's, you know, it's the same actress that played Reagan. And she's still, even though she's older, she still have that look. Like when I was watching, I like that's that looks like Reagan from The Exorcist, just a slightly older, but you can definitely tell it's her. It's not anybody else. You can definitely tell it's her. So it reminded me of Reagan. And when I watched her here, I'm just like, I don't know to laugh at her or still be scared because how she's just doing things and how she's like, like, I don't know, it's her context and just her, just how she looked. But um, she definitely looked a lot scarier in here. Not saying more than The Exorcist, because she looked terrifying in The Exorcist. But in this one, they did a great job with the makeup. Yeah, I agree. And it, I would imagine it's easier to apply. <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah. it's been 17 years since the first one. And like we said, I don't think Linda Blair would have signed up for it if it was going to be, um, you know, problematic makeup. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing. Did you guys, like... The um, Tammy Faye and Jim Baker stand-ins. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that, that was definitely oh my gosh nostalgia. I mean, this movie came out before I was even thought no. of, but I mean a whole year before I was thought of. But um, <laughs> but I remember like growing up, 
and the channels that TBS and mm-hmm. I think they had like their own little show on there. So it's just like seeing them on that channel, this watching it now, like seeing them be like parody. I'm like losing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those type of evangelists were quite popular at the time. <clears throat> and I, in this movie was, it's, I'm sure it's not the first, but it's one of the first in my perspective that was like calling them out on their capitalism and commercialism and hypocrisy. I, love I it. mean, it's true. I mean, they're spit. I mean, I mean, they look ridiculous doing it, and they're spitting facts. <laughs> like this movie calls them out. So, uh, yeah, I wonder. I gotta find out. I should actually should have looked this up before we started recording. Like, when was their scandal? Because they what? had to have been right. Had to been right around the time of this movie. Mm. Uh. Wasn't it like in the eighties? Okay. I think. Yeah, because if this movie came out in nineteen ninety, then that would make sense. Because I mean, nineteen nineties. I still consider nineteen ninety like kind of like eighty because it's literally like coming fresh off that decade into a new one. So people still, you know, doing things from the eighties. So. Maybe did that scandal probably happen around like the late eighties? We're so yeah. fresh that they can probably. like do it in this movie. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing with parodies. Like you have to do like relevant stuff. You can't do stuff that's too old because it won't be that funny. So you have to kind of do things that's like funny in the now or like even popular um, currently. Because if you wait too long, it's like all right, I don't remember this and it's not funny anymore. So it had to be very close. Yeah, I think, let's yeah. see. I'm going to say 88. Yeah. 88, Looking it up yeah. now. Yep. Mm-hmm. I think they're actually making a movie about it. Well, uh, there's a new movie um, about Tammy Faye Baker, Sarah yeah. Jessica Chastain, that, that's coming out um, in September. Well, tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Tammy Faye, I remember when she was on Surreal Life. Me too. <laughs> That's what made me like her. I didn't know she was such a huge um, advocate for the LGBT community and yeah. a big uh, fighter, uh, supporter of um, uh, people who are suffering from AIDS. Mm-hmm. Which season of Surreal Life was she in? I know it was with, was it the same season with like Trishel from Real World Vegas? And I know that. Um, Who's that porn star? Ron Jeremy. It was the same season. Oh, with him okay. and Ice, Ice, uh, Vanilla Ice. Yes, Vanilla Ice. Yeah, they were all on that same season. I remember that because Vanilla Ice threw a hissy fit. Uh huh. Because yeah. he wanted to leave that image, <laughs> and people kept <laughs> bothering him about it. I remember that was the same season when Gary Coleman popped up, and they were all fucking with him too. <laughs> <laughs> they are bringing that show back, and I'm. I can't wait to see this shit. Show. Oh, that is going to be I a know. hot mess, and I'm here for it. I know. I know Tamar is supposed to be on air. Tamar, oh. August Alcina. Oh, yes. Who else? Oh, it's already been cast? Okay. Oh, yeah, it has. Yeah. Oh, I'm gosh. trying to think of who else they added, but I was like, oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> August going to be talking talk about, like, yeah. <laughs> I got, I'm, a, I'm a music star, and then I was known for hooking up with Jada. So, like, let me stop. I actually, <laughs> I actually like him, so. 
He's where right. the, yeah. yeah. I heard he got I, big, big energy. <laughs> I couldn't. Sorry. And it's probably just because it's me. I couldn't tell you one song that little boy sings. But um, <laughs> I thought you said. Girl, I love that shit. Or what would that song go? I don't know. Yeah, that's the only song I know of his, to be honest. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> I'm over here trying to think of the words. So, were there any scenes that. What were some of your favorite scenes of this movie? Like, or some of the jokes that just had you rolling that we have not mentioned? I love the interaction between, I guess it would be the devil and Nancy's body at the TV studio when she's interacting with uh, Leslie Nielsen and Anthony Stark. Just the banter between the three of them was was really funny. Mm-hmm. It was. Especially the scene where... Um, he kept saying, like, come into me, and then, like, you know, she, <laughs> her soul just transfers into them, and they, like, wearing her nightgown, they kept going back and forth, and she, like, played the shit out of them, and she's, like, laughing at them after the fact. It was just, it had me cracking. I was like, yo, she got jokes. She played too much. <laughs> and also the whole, like, levitation thing, and I knew that was coming, and I said, I don't remember the scene, but as soon as I seen her levitating, I was just like, yeah, they're gonna, like, snip, like, you know, the cord, the, the string, and she fell right back down onto the bed. I'm like, Lord, this damn movie. I I also like that geek who kept talking shit to Father May I in the yes, classroom. Father May I. <laughs> Just shaking him the whole time. <laughs> I am choking. Oh my gosh. But <laughs> I. <laughs> I had a look on like um, IMDb for this because I didn't write down the whole like conversation, but it was with Brophy, Nancy. Yeah, Brophy and Nancy. And I'm just going to go through this dialogue. <laughs> so Brophy's like, freeze, puke face. And he's like, you think you're up for a real challenge? She's like, a challenge from you? Oh, don't make me laugh. My skin will crack. He's like, not me. May I? <laughs> She said, may I? Oh, that old geezer quit throwing <laughs> Oh, that old geezer quit throwing holy water years ago. Not before he kicked your slimy butt. No way, it was rigged. The fight was fixed. I want a rematch. Like Jack <laughs> He's a little brat. Right. right. <laughs> and do it in her voice. I can't. <laughs> I gotta prepare myself for that. Uh, what she said? Oh, I don't know. Is that what? Go get it right. Keep going. <laughs> I'm trying to think. How do you say it? Wait, that nerd student we were just talking about. Do y'all know who that is? Uh uh-uh. uh That's um. Hang on. Don't look it up. I'm not. Hang on. <laughs> I'm stat. That's Stanford Blatch from um Sex in the City. Yes, I was trying to play something. I'm looking Yo, over. Now. I knew he looked familiar. I was. Uh-uh, is like, it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let me look. <laughs> that is how. I kept saying he looked yeah, so familiar. I, just, I, just, I mean, I'm looking at IMDb. Mm-hmm. He was a little asshole back then. In <laughs> <laughs> it all with this cute self. Okay. <laughs> Isn't he straight in real life, though? Yeah. Yeah, he played a gay character on there. And then the bimbo students. 
He was like, pull it up, pull it up. <laughs> I'm like, not that you sitting in this college lecture throwing yourself on a on a a, a pastor or a priest, whatever you want to call him. Father. I mean, everybody sorry. has everybody has their key. That's true. true. That is true. Uh, <laughs> what was one of your favorite parts, Ash? Um, pretty much just okay. This one's really stupid, but I was literally getting so weak. And it was when Nancy goes to the hospital. <laughs> and the, it's the scene when they're in the parking lot, and there's a couple in like that convertible, and she's like, "Oh no, I forgot something." Back up the oh, car. Yeah. And there's a sign saying, like, do not reverse. Like, you will damage, like, you will pop your tires. <laughs> and, like, the tires start, like, falling from the sky. <laughs> <laughs> Some stupid stuff like that. But then, I, um. I wonder oh, if, like, the Waynes and stuff were, like, inspired by this when they were doing, like, their parodies. Because I know naturally they're comedians, but I, I, they had to see this movie. Especially when they were doing like their own version of, um, I guess, uh, The Exorcist and Scary Movie 2 in the beginning. Because I was trying to draw some comparisons, but I mean, obviously, this is a movie just straight up dedicated to The Exorcist, but like, I don't know. Like, I was, when I was watching this, I was thinking, like, I wonder if the Waynes got any ideas from watching this. Oh, they had to. Yeah. The humor is, I mean, it's very on the nose, so. Yeah. Yeah, I can see them being inspired. So, let's see. How about we get some of the, like, how about we just rate this film? I'm trying to think, how should we rate it? Out of bowls of pea soup. Ooh. (laughs) All right. So, who wants to go first? Oh, Devin. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Out of of five bowls of pea soup. Out of five bowls of pea soup, I will give this a solid three bowls of pea soup. Okay, okay. And do you feel like this movie should rise from the dead or stay buried? It needs to rise from the dead and take over. I mean, it's better than most of the Exorcist sequels, like straight up. (laughs) <laughs> and it's also a really underrated uh, horror movie parody. True. What about you, Bobby? Out of five bowls of pea soup. Um, uh, I'll probably say three and a half bowls. Um, I enjoyed this movie a lot. It is very nostalgic for me because, again, as I was watching this, I was just like, wow, I'm starting to remember some scenes now, and some scenes I actually, like, was new it was new to me and then just seeing it through a different lens an adult lens now i'm just like this is legit funny like some people might not think it's that funny uh because they probably won't get it or you know their left box are just broken or they just don't have a sense of humor so fuck them <laughs> they're just but, not cool um, like us yeah they can't hang with us um <laughs> but yeah i'll say three and a half uh bowls of pea soup i enjoyed this movie i love leslie nelson i love uh linda blair I'm, i was happy to see her do this and actually I guess she was just tired of, you know, everybody coming to her about the exorcist that she actually did a parody on it just so she can laugh um just at the whole situation, you know. 
and I like the fact that she did that. And she just made fun of, you know, a movie that she was a part of. And it, it was it was effective. I loved it a lot. So, yeah, I will watch this again. And if you was going to say, if it's, should it rise from the dead? Yes, yeah. should definitely yes. rise from the dead. Hell yeah. I know for myself, I give this one a bowl of pizza. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I was about to say, what? I changed my mind. No, I'll I'll go ahead and give it a three, three bowls of pea soup. I am glad that Devin got me hip to this movie. I'm glad I spent the monies and bought it. Um, like I said, I'm a huge Exorcist fan, a huge Linda Blair fan. And this movie is just it's just so funny. And it's like if you're a fan of the Exorcist films, you'll definitely enjoy this a lot. It's just one of those movies that you could just put on, like if it's like a, a a lazy Sunday and you need something to watch and you can't really decide if you want to watch it, like what to watch. So this is like one of the one of those movies. Um, but yeah, I definitely think that it should rise from the dead. It should become um, available to stream anywhere. I know right now it's like what five dollars to rent. Yeah. I'm surprised to be. Oh, you did? I didn't get the physical copy. Um, I thought I had it for some reason, but I didn't. Um, so I ended up buying it just because I knew that it's going to be worth my coin. So yeah. I spent the $5.99 or whatever it was. Definitely worth the coins. I'm I'm surprised Tubi or Shudder ha- don't have the, the rights to it so they can stream it because this definitely seemed like the type of film... That would be on their services. Mm-hmm, I agree. But yeah, I mean, the the material of the film is just funny. It's a it's a it's a good laugh. I'm really surprised that I got a PG thirteen rating, especially with the two nudie scenes. But I mean, you got to think about it. Back in that time, a PG thirteen rating, you could still show a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's not like how it is today. So, how would y'all feel if they were to remake this today? Would you be down <laughs> for it, or you're like, hell no, leave it alone? Leave it alone. Yeah. It's to be remade. Yeah, right. I mean, and this is like, I again, I love Leslie Nielsen. I know he passed away, so it's like, who would you get to play that role, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I know there's a lot of comedians out there that I'm sure, but I feel like this type of, like, these type of movies, I feel like he can only really do and get right. Um, I would love if Linda Blair was to come back and just make fun of everything, but it would be also weird because they're now redoing the Exorcist movies, so it's going to kind of be like it's going to be it's going to be very interesting. So I I wouldn't mind it, but also just leave it alone. It's a, a fun classic. It's it's a good time, and um, like you said, Ash, I just wish more people got onto it and they need to go on streaming services so people uh, can enjoy the movie because it's. It's a good time. It's so stupid that it's funny too. So it's like you can't help but to laugh at that shit. Right. So leave it alone. It's a good classic on its own by itself. <laughs> I definitely agree. And I think like and especially um with like the new Exorcist films coming out, I don't think they asked Linda Blair yet. I know she says she hasn't even received any word. About right. joining the cast, but she wishes them well. 
I was pissed when I read that, but I have a feeling they have a plan. Like I know yeah. since they're doing three, they I know they're gonna have to ask her to at least be a part of one of the sequels. You know what I mean? Like you can't yeah. do an Exorcist movie, um, a sequel to the original, and just not have Linda Blair a part of it. Like she was Reagan, you know what I mean? Like, like I understand you got Ellen Burstyn who played the mother. That's cool, but you you have to have Linda Blair in there somewhere. You cannot do that those movies without her. So I have a feeling she's going to pop up, if not the first movie, um, the later two. Yeah, I have the same feeling too. I'm like they'll probably have her like, oh, her and her mother have not had a good relationship for the past fifteen years, but we found her, something like that. I have a feeling they're going to do something, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure. It's because Ellen Burstyn and Linda Blair, like, like, I think, I don't know if they're the only two, but they're like one of the few or two of the few remaining living cast members from the original mm-hmm. film. So it would be silly not to invite her. Right. But also, they, they didn't, Tony Todd wasn't asked to come back for the new Candyman initially, and we saw how that Last turned minute. out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. So, Bobby, where can my fabulous listeners find you? Are you asking me? Yeah. Oh, my bad. I didn't hear you. I didn't hear Bobby. Oh, <laughs> oh I'm sorry. Um, hi, everybody. I was like, wait a minute. Did I say it? Or? <laughs> <laughs> my bad. <laughs> well, everybody, you guys can find me. My name is Bobby Torres with the Z, not a S. You can find me on Twitter. Uh, Bobby Torres and also Instagram by the same name and also Bobby Likes to Spook You on YouTube and also Instagram uh, my YouTube channel I review movies and do theme rankings and uh, just talk bullshit most of the time on there but it's a, it's a good time it's good bullshit on horror movies um, and I do occasional collabs and stuff so um, yeah you guys can find me there listeners definitely check out his work he is amazing and I'm like hashtag jealous of him because I wish I could be that cool. No, uh, <laughs> you are. I'm excited because our anniversary episode of when I invited y'all to the um to do the faculty is coming up, and <gasps> I'm trying to get you guys back on very soon. I have a video planned, um, but stay. Uh, I'm gonna keep you guys posted on that. So hasn't okay. been a year already. It's about to be. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all know how bad my memory is. <laughs> yeah, because we did that and then we did um, Black Christmas. Yeah, we did the holiday episode in December. Mm-hmm. This year went by fast. Jeez. <laughs> All right, Devin. Where can my fabulous listeners find you? Uh, you can find me on on. On Twitter and Instagram at I Need You Jesse, all one word. I need you, Jesse. No, I did not hear that in a long time. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Ash coming through with the soundtrack. I love it. Uh, I had to take a little bit of a break from the website for a little bit instead of have have some downtime for myself, but it's up to her. It's going to be back up and running with regular posts. So stay tuned at I Need You Jesse.com. Yes, definitely check him out, especially, I mean, especially with your articles, and you know, I've I've already told you, like, my favorite are when 
you talk about, oh no, the cute one died. Oh, yes. thank you. I love those. Well, I got more coming. I can't um, wait. Last of you guys died. <laughs> Ooh, if you need any um, commentary, I'm your girl. I can help you out. All right. Putting Columbus Shorter on one of those lists. <laughs> what movie was Columbus Short in? Quarantine. Oh, he was. <laughs> I Obviously, he was in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, we forgot all about him. It's like <laughs> canceled now or something. What's that? Is he canceled now or something? I remember people was he on was a couple years ago, but I'm not sure if it's still going on. That boy has so many like struggles <laughs> that I think he kind of canceled himself. But uh, yeah, he'll be back. I'm sure. Mm. All right, and listeners, what? you. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I'm no, I'm sorry. I was about to say, wasn't he on um that so Raven as a character on there before? <laughs> he was a part of We Are the Boys in Motion. <laughs> we give you our devotion, boys. We are. The <laughs> Don't get me started on that. Right, I'm sorry. We I didn't mean to take. We are the boys in I just motion. got like. <laughs> I'm over here doing the dance steps. Yeah, I didn't mean to take it there. I just I forgot that he was in that, and I just thought about that instantly. I don't know why. Like he had so many like acting jobs after that, and I just go back to his little role and that's where even. Well, that's why you brought that up because the blonde head guy in that uh, Boys in Motion group, he was in the Friday the Thirteenth. Yes. So. And the other dude, and the other dude, the leader, he was in the remake of Night of the Demons. Oh, he was Michael. What's his mm. name? Michael Capone. Yeah, something like that. I'm gonna say he's been in a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh man, we might have to talk because I'm like thinking about all. The, he was in Power Rangers. He was in he one was. of the all movies. Oh, let me stop. <laughs> but <laughs> all right, and listeners, you can find me on Twitter at Ash to Ashes. That's Ash with the X in the middle. Ashes. And if you have any suggestions or if you would like to be a guest on my little show, you can send me an email at risefromthedeadpod at gmail.com. And also, if you are a fan of this episode or any of my previous episodes, don't forget to take the time to do a little review and a little like five-star review. That would be awesome and I would love you forever. And maybe I'll send you a bag of Grippos. Who knows? <laughs> right. Right. I want some. Right. You want some gripples? I got you. <laughs> let, me go, let me go write a five star review real quick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, beautiful listeners. This is Rise from the Dead podcast. Y'all take care.